Sunday, August the 1st. Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Good morning. I'm Jane. This morning we continue to look at the letter of James. When I was a young Christian, this was very much my go-to book of the Bible. It teaches so much about how we should live day by day. How to find joy and peace of mind. How to become the person that we want to be. More like Jesus and growing in maturity. For example, in chapter 4, verse 6, James writes, God opposes the proud, but shows favour to the humble. Verse 7, Submit yourself to God, resist the devil and he will flee from you. 8. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands and purify your hearts. Verses 11 and 12. Do not speak against a brother or sister. Who are you to judge your neighbour? From these verses, I learned that I needed to take an honest look at myself. If I want that close, personal relationship with my Father in Heaven, I can't afford to have a false opinion of myself. I ask the Holy Spirit to help me to grow, because there is nothing, nothing I desire more than that friendship which the Almighty Creator promises to those who love Him. We persevere faithfully, believing, as Paul wrote, that God will work all things for the good of His own children. Yeah. I will trust and accept the ups and downs, even when he seems to be far away, for I know that his love isn't dependent on my feelings. He is faithful all the time. Therefore, in all circumstances, I choose to love and worship my God. I delight in him. The more we draw close to God, the closer our relationship becomes. That's no surprise, of course. It's the same as in any human relationship. Friendship and love grow and deepen as we spend time together. Just chatting about everything, sharing our worries and happiness. God loves to share our life moments too. He knows our pain and he suffers with us. He delights in the things that give us joy. So why do we hold back? Perhaps we think God is too busy. Perhaps we doubt ourselves. Am I good enough? Well, guess what? God says you are good enough. He doesn't find fault. No, he helps us to grow, to bear 
good fruit if we will only draw close to him, accepting his love and loving him right back. James says, if you don't understand something, if you don't know what you're doing, ask God. He loves to help without finding fault. Without finding fault. That is a wonderful thought. Father forgives failures, overlooks what is wrong in us, and he lifts us up. His love is unconditional. Jesus died so that we could have a close and full relationship with God. Alleluia. And so I ask, how can I know if I am becoming the person that Jesus made me to be? Am I maturing? Well, we know a, fruit, a tree by the fruit it produces. In the same way, the fruit of the Holy Spirit grows in us as we love and devote ourselves to him. Let's remind ourselves, what is the fruit the Holy Spirit produces in us? Firstly, of course, love. Love that is willing to serve others and makes it possible for us to love one another. Joy, a gift from God. You can't force it. It comes from knowing God, accepting his presence and living with him. When we recognise his presence all around us, we can't help but delight in him. Worship bursts out of our heart. Just to know him is pure joy. Psalm 16 says, Lord, you make known to me the path of life. You fill me with joy in your presence. Then there's peace, deep down peace, found only as we experience the grace of God, Father, Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Patience. The dictionary defines patience as being able to accept and tolerate delay, problems or suffering without getting anxious or annoyed. Through the Holy Spirit, we also grow in kindness, goodness and gentleness, treating others tenderly and with consideration, respecting them. We do the best we can for others without seeking reward or revenge for ourselves. Do we genuinely want the best for those who hurt us? A distinguishing trait of those who belong to Christ Jesus is faithfulness. Of course, we are faithful to God. If we are hurting or if we feel abandoned, we continue to faithfully go after God, clinging to his word and his promises, aligning ourselves with him. But God also asks us 
to remain faithful to each other. Hopefully we aren't blown here and there by the wind, but stay dependable, loyal and committed to our church family. It's our responsibility to bring joy, peace and love, to give ourselves to building up the family of God, from the least to the greatest, and not expecting them to make us feel better. We read in 1 Corinthians 13, When things are not to our liking, we must not withdraw our love. Absolutely not. Love does not come to an end or hold grudges, but always seeks the best for others. God knows the direction, the path that he has for our particular expression of church. We have to walk in that path. When I'm out of sorts, it's easy to blame my grumbles on others, even on church. But I always find it's actually my attitude that needs to change. I must take responsibility. You want more prayer in church? Then pray. You want more joy? Be the bringer of joy. More love? Be loving. Finally, the last fruit of the Spirit is self-control. The Holy Spirit helps us with this, giving us the strength we need to reject sinful desires. James 1 verse 12 Blessed are those who stand firm against any trial, because having stood the test, they will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Paul reminds us in Romans and Galatians that God's goal for all his children is that they become more like Jesus through the Holy Spirit. We do our best, and God is patient. He doesn't find fault, but gently leads us to maturity. How liberating is that? We have been changed over the past 18 months. We have had time to reevaluate and make decisions about who we are and what we believe God wants of us in this new season. James asks, What good is it, my friends, if someone claims to have faith but has no good deeds? We offer different gifts and talents in his service. We all have a role to play. As things change, our roles may change. That's something that we have to allow and accept. But I believe the bottom line is that relationships and commitment are a central fruit of our lives. We are like sheep, following joyfully where the shepherd leads. But we are also workhorses, ready to shoulder the load and plough the field.
Is there anything that hinders us from doing his will? Any sin that clings? A critical or judgmental attitude? Discontent? The Lord is full of compassion and mercy. Draw close to him. Let's pray. Father, Jesus, Holy Spirit, walk beside us. Guide us. We give our lives to you. Fill us with your joy as we dwell in your presence. Amen.